Welcome to the Military Child Education Coalition podcast, the show that illuminates a wide range of challenges and triumphs our military-connected kids experience. My name is Susan Sellers, and I'll be your host for today. We want to thank HEB for making today's podcast possible. HEB Operation Appreciation is a company-wide campaign created to honor the brave men and women of the United Armed Forces through partnering with organizations like MSEC. In contributing time, talent, and financial support, HEB recognizes and appreciates the dedication and sacrifices service members make on behalf of the nation. For our listeners in Texas, check out one of your neighborhood HEB grocery stores. Joining me today is last year's Month of the Military Child guest host, Jasmine, and 13-year-old Charlotte. Like a lot of military kids, Jasmine and Charlotte have attended their fair share of schools. Today, we're going to chat about how some schools are successful when it comes to supporting mill kids and how other schools can struggle to meet the needs of our community. Jasmine, I'm going to turn it over to you to get things started. So my name's Jasmine. I don't know if you guys remember me, but I was the host for a few episodes up for the month of the military child. Um, I came back and I'm here to interview a middle school student, Charlotte. How are you doing, Charlotte? I'm doing pretty good. Kind of nervous, but um, it's going to be really fun. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Charlotte? Um, I attend OT and I'm soon going to be attending Bernie South. And my mom has came back from Saudi Arabia. She served there for six months. I'm in athletics. I play volleyball, basketball, tennis, and I'm kind of getting started with softball, but I'm not as good at softball as the other sports. I like to cook. Um, I like to hang out with my friends, talk on the phone, play video games, and just have a really good time. That's cool. So, um, have you moved overseas before? Yes. I have moved overseas two times. One was uh, in England and one was in Germany. Uh, it was basically like United States, overseas, United States, overseas, then United States again. I think it just helps me with the experience to like cultural reasons because I felt like I had a very good time overseas and made really good friends. And like people that like know my experience, because like they're they're military kids too. Mm-hmm. Did you attend school on base overseas? Yes, I attended uh, Liberty Intermediate School uh, in England, and like to be honest, those were like one of my like that's like one of my favorite schools ever. I also attended uh, the elementary school over at the base. But it's a really, it's a really nice area, and there's really friendly people. I really like it. That's good. Yeah. So, um, when you lived in Germany and England and living overseas, um, how did the military kind of support you in your community, like at school? Like, did they have any like clubs you can join, or did they have somebody to talk to? Like, what type of resources did your school offer? Uh, my school offered a lot of like like activities and like clubs so like the homework club 
And they were basically just like afternoon clubs that you would just go to to get work done, for example, or to like do something like art and like the school. It really did support military kids. Like they would have a lot of assemblies and they would like take very good care of us. And I feel like it impacted that like of how I am today. Cause like, I feel that with the experience that I've been through, I feel that I'm more, I'm more open to people that have different backgrounds, such as like people coming from like Japan or Korea or like anywhere basically. And I think it just helped me a lot throughout the years. Definitely, I can relay. Um, I've also lived overseas and I feel like just military kids in general have more of like an open mind and can um, adapt to places easier over time. Are you currently attending school on base? Mm, no, I think my parents just wanted me to be attending like and like need more kids than just like, and for the past like two years now, I have been attending Poti Junior High, which is a small town where my dad works at. Uh, because recently my mom, she served six months in Saudi Arabia and I had to adapt to that. So um, I've been attending Poti because of the deployment, but like, I would always go, like, on base if I wanted to, but I feel that I need more of, like, experience with other kids than just, like, military kids, you know? Mm-hmm. If you don't mind me asking, um, how was the, de- how, like, did you uh, cope with, like, the deployment, or what, did you use any resources that the military community offers? Um, I didn't really use much resources besides my therapist and she has been a really great help for me throughout the deployment because she helped me cope with the feeling of my mom not being there and it was like hard for like six months but like if I was having a tough day at school like my dad has like coach friends that like will like always be there for me like I feel like there was a lot of people that were there for me because they knew that my mom wasn't there and I met very great people, like, I have a friend named Miley, and her mom was a great help to me, and also, I have a friend named Kaya, and her mom has also been a great help to me, like, she would, like, let me stay over, like, any night, and, like, she would make us, like, really good food, husband would too, and, like, I feel like the influence that the people gave me, very caring, and showed me a lot of new skills basically yeah that that's great um so are you planning on attending like other schools after or like yes um once the move happened uh because we're going to be moving to burton and once that happens i'll be attending bernie south and then for high school i'll be uh going to champion high school yeah i'll just be attending those two uh schools so with going currently not attending a school that's on base, um, do you think that the transition has been a bit difficult for you or you haven't met as many military children or how has that been for you? I feel that like the kids that don't have military parents, they don't have a, a good understanding of basically like the military life and like 
faculties and like mental health comes through and like I've had many questions like speak England for me like I feel that some like non-military kids don't understand like the real effect of like the military like life because it's very hard like your mental health like comes through like a lot of like ways if you can just kind of compare and contrast here so what was your favorite or least favorite thing about attending school on base and then attending public school or school overseas how how is that um i feel that the school that i went to on base um in england they were very like generous and they and they really did care about like the military life and like we would have these like assemblies like purple up and just to be aware of like that like we're not alone and that like we have resources that we can go to such as like a counselor or a trusting a teacher uh on base schools have a lot of resources for military kids i think that's wonderful but the school that i go to could really improve on the awareness of military kids because me out of like two other kids have like veteran parents but I don't think that they are not aware and don't really like awareness for military kids because a lot of non-military kids are like oh so your mom's in the military like blah 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 and like I'll just be like oh well it's hard, but then they're like, but you get to travel around the world. Like, yeah, I get that. But like the mental health comes into play because it can really like hurt you like mentally because like moves, anxiety, and sometimes even with depression can really hurt. But I think that the school that I go to now could improve so much if there's more resources for military kids like me. Mm-hmm. Are there any, like, specific things that you think, um, like, maybe, like you said at your old school, like, assemblies, or um, are there many military kids at your school? Like you said, there's only a few kids. There's only, like, maybe, like, two or three of us, but most of their parents, like, are either, like, veterans, which still do count, but, like, I think they just need to be more aware of, like, military kids and, like, I, I feel like they could make more assemblies or just announcement on military kids. It would really help. From from talking to other military kids, um, personally, some schools randomly would be like, hey, um, it's April, it's month of the military child. Now we're going to start caring about our students or now we're going to start making it known that we do have military kids at our school. What are your thoughts on that? I think they could do more months on it, but... I know that, like, specifically, like, April is that type of month. And I feel that, like, it would just mean a lot if they just made, like, small gestures of, like, like, military kids because it really, like, could help a lot. Mm -hmm. We're not really analyzed as just, like, just, like, a kid, basically. Not really analyzed for, like, what our parents do. Right. And you said you're moving to a new school. So do you know if your new school has like any resources or have you um, heard of S2S? It's a military club that kids can join. Mm, No, I have not. 
but I think it would be very helpful if they, if they had that. So there are a lot of resources. Um, if anybody's listening and um, needs some resources or some um, guidance, um, I know that the Military Child Education Coalition that you're currently listening to in the podcast, they have resources. They also have a club called S2S, if you didn't know that, Charlotte. But they're there to make the transition easier for military kids. Um, some schools do have them. So if you're on a lookout to see if you need some help with transition, um, definitely um, look into that. Is there a specific message that you'd like to send out to military kids that are currently struggling or um, are in a similar situation that you are? Just keep your head up because you're not alone. Like there are many other kids that are like going through the same thing as you. And like, you just have to keep your head up. And the best thing to do is just, even if like you're at your lowest, there are resources that you could go to that can help you a lot. Because like my therapist, she has helped me a lot throughout the years, as I said. And I feel that the resources that I had are very helpful in many ways, like mentally and like physically, like it can like change you as a person. So if you're a military kid that's like going through the same thing or similar thing as me, you're not alone and you could get the resource that you need. Right. And um, also touching on, like you said, you have a therapist. Um, some people think like some military children think that like having a therapist is like a bad thing or sometimes it's like something to be like nervous about, but I don't think it's something to be like, what do you think about that? It's not at all. Cause I feel like that everyone, like even if you're at your lowest, like a therapist could be there for you. That's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to help you. And the one that I have, she's very caring. And like, if like a really hard time that I'm going through, like she's there for me. And like, she'll even like spend a few like after minutes, like over time, if I'm just losing it, basically. Um, I feel like everyone could be using a therapist because like, you don't have to have like anxiety to have a therapist. If like, you just like want to talk to someone, you can like, that's what they're there for. Mm-hmm. And if there's somebody listening right now and they, they don't have access to a therapist, is there um, anything that you um, have to uh, recommend to them? Mm, I think just like talking to a trusted adult is always the best just because you have that trust in them and that they can like help you throughout. Like, I think I even like talk to some of my teachers about some of my problems, like my Spanish teacher. Like, I'll, like, talk to her a lot about stuff. Or, like, even my coaches, like, I'll, like, tell them anything. Because, like, I just trust them a lot. As long as you're able to talk to someone, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. So, I know there's a lot of resources out there, and there's people that care about military kids. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Bloom. It is a um, military website and um, organization that is made by military teens for military teens. Um, As a new teen, have you checked out Bloom? No, I haven't even heard about it. Okay, well, if you're listening and you don't know (laughs) what Bloom is, you should check it out. Um, It's a really great resource we have. I'm part of the Bloom team and it empowers the military teen and it has resources about like different essays and stories and different ways you can get help from there. I have one question for you, Jasmine. 
have you experienced something similar being at a school that either didn't know how to support military kids or wasn't familiar with the military life? And what was your experience like? Yes. Okay. So I have personally experienced um, going, I recently moved from a private school to a public school and um, I've also lived overseas. So at the private school, they, I was actually the only military child. I did not have any people to relate to. Um, there was one other kid at the school that was, their parent was a veteran, but got out when they were born. So they couldn't really relate to me. It was difficult because at the time my mom was TDY. She wasn't deployed. She was just gone for three months. I know Charlotte, her mom has been deployed before. So um, it has definitely been an adjustment having to move from school to school. I think that's for any military child that comes. Um, but feel as though they didn't know how to support military children, the private school, and um, they didn't have any resources at all. So I had to look for my own resources. I had to look at all these different things and um, talk to my military friends from on base in my old school. And um, my new public school, they are somewhat aware of military child, but it only comes around when it's April. So they don't really understand um, the things that military children go through. There's a very large amount of military kids at my new school. Um, overseas, I would say is the most, the best school for military children to get help. And they have tons of resources, like Charlotte was saying, assemblies. They would have posters up. They would have all these different things. Maybe like sometimes like a night for military children to come. And if you're school on base, if you're on base at school, you're somehow military connected. So um, I feel everybody can relate to each other when I was at school and base and overseas just made everything way easier because you're in kind of like this section where everybody's just kind of together and like a family. And so it just felt so comforting to know that everybody is somehow military connected and how we can help each other out. And I was introduced to all these different organizations like MSEC, Bloom, um, the National Military Family Association, all these different things and all these different resources that I got. I got MFLAC. MFLAC is a military family um, counselor, basically, um, and they offer them at schools on base usually. Um, I talked to an MFLAC in middle school and really helped me, really helped the transition because I haven't moved that much. Um, I've only had three permanent moves, unlike some other military children. So I definitely think resources on base have been very helpful and have kind of guided me into the person I am today and have um, really opened my eyes to how many resources there are for military children. And I hope this podcast can really help somebody out there who needs resources and can uh, guide them to the right place. Well, I think what I hear you ladies saying, too, is that there are military kids everywhere not just on base, not just in Dodea schools, but they're in your private schools, they're in your public schools, and that these schools are struggling to meet your needs and they don't have that understanding of the challenges that you can experience as a military kid. Definitely, I completely agree. And I think everything was just summed up. This whole podcast, I think just like summed up like the whole like thing that we were trying to get to. When you're saying that they don't have resources, and I know we've talked about resources like Bloom and S2S, what do you think it's important for a school to understand about a military kid? 
I think it should always be important to like analyze the military life just because like some kids may not be aware of it and like just might not have like the right knowledge of it and I feel like just like the smallest like gestures that they could do like make posters or just like announce on like the intercom or just like just like try to analyze us and like obviously like April I feel that the school that I go to could work on like their understanding of a military kid and like the military life. What about you, Jasmine? From your experience, what do you think is important for school administrators, educators, people that work with military kids say they want to improve their school so that it's more, yeah, what would, what advice would you give? I would say that a lot of staff say they want to help us, but where's the steps? Where's your, I am going to, you know what I mean? Like everybody says, I will, I want to, um, but it, you actually need to like help us. You know what I mean? Like you, we need resources. We need assemblies. We need clubs. We need people out there. We need counselors aware of military children. We need people to be more educated on different things, like on different, like, MSEC, all these different uh, programs. They have resources for staff. They have resources for teachers. They have resources for um, people in our school systems to be educated. So if you wanted to help, you have the resources to help. So if you really wanted to actually put your foot forward, um, you can reach out to those resources, those different programs, and ask them to be more educated on military children. I think that a lot of people say, oh, it's a month of the military child. Now I'm going to start helping. Now I'm going to acknowledge these students. But I think that um, we really need these clubs. We need these, we need people to come out of their shell and kind of just say, hey, we are going to help them. I'm taking the steps to help you. I'm going out of my way. I'm contacting these different programs and I'm going to be more educated on what you actually need. I'm going to interview or I'm going to listen to a podcast, maybe this one, to um, be more educated on what military children actually need, not what they think we need. Maybe sometimes they think we need posters on the wall. That might be encouraging, but what we actually need is for, we need clubs, we need, um, we need assemblies, we want people to be educated on how to help us. Some counselors um, don't know how to handle military children because they are not a military child themselves, or maybe they haven't really been with a military child or something like that. Um, some schools do not have military um, transition counselors. My school does. My old school did not. So they weren't aware of how to help us. Um, if you want to help us, you can. There's resources. And I feel like um, students need that help, and teachers and faculty can get that help. And if they wanted to help, they can. Thank you ladies both summed it up really well. I think it's nice to acknowledge military kids the month of April, but you're a military kid 11 other months of the year. You know, you're not a military kid just in April. So to have the staff that helps you get connected the very first day you start that school and support you throughout the whole year is what I hear you're saying. Would you agree? Yes, I would definitely agree. I think that everything I said and everything Charlotte said really um, just kind of represented how we feel and how most military children feel. Absolutely. Like, as Jasmine said, like, I feel like what we have said has, like, really, like, summed up, like, the episode. 
and I feel that if we get more like influences that it can like really like make an impact in like the world and like help like military kids get the resources that they need. I think you guys did a fantastic job. It's important to elevate your voices so that the military kids can be heard and that there can be a difference made. So you girls did great. Ladies, fantastic. Okay, cool. Um, thank you, Charlotte, for joining us. I hope you have a great day. I hope you hear the podcast and it turns out great. I think it will. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. Like, I think it just like helped a lot. Just like get my feelings out there and just like just being there. It was really fun. I'm very proud of both girls. They are so brave for sharing their opinions and their experiences. One statement that really lingered with me was when Jasmine stated, instead of guessing what we need, ask us what we need. To me, this is such powerful advice that all of us can take into consideration when it comes to supporting our military kids. We're going to include in the show's notes links to resources that were shared today, along with information about the Purple Star School Program. MSEC is the national advocate for this program, and it's designed to help schools respond to the educational and social-emotional challenges military children can face. Thanks for listening to the MSEC podcast, the official podcast of the Military Child Education Coalition. If you enjoy this episode, like, share, and subscribe, and don't forget to leave us a comment to let us know the topics you want to hear more about. We'd like to give one more special thank you again to HEB for supporting this episode, and we hope you will too by giving today's show a five-star rating. For more information about MSEX programs, go to militarychild.org. I'm Susan Sellers. Until next time, live a great story.